0: Hi there, this is Cindy Tonkin, I'm the Consultants Consultant. I work with data science teams helping them work even smarter, faster and nicer. If you're brilliant and you want to be even better, this is the podcast for you. So let's start up, ladies and gentlemen. Today I have Mohamed Elthar, who's been working in analytics for ages,
1: Yes, very long time. And you long there. before it was cool to be an analytics. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. My has been recently become a lead mean fighting machine in boxing. Tell me about the yes.
1: boxing. Oh, the boxing, st- some, something I started about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Started just for some fitness and some mm-hmm. exercise, lose a bit of weight. But then the last four months, I decided to actually do a fight. Yeah, yeah. We um, did Isn't it for it charity. Oh, uh, it is. Like yeah, it was for charity. Yeah, but yeah. It's, you, get it, down you down still down. get punched. <laughs> <laughs> the punches don't hurt any less or yeah, more yeah. just because it's charity. Do this the
0: world.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was an awesome experience. Like yeah, yeah. Um, setting that challenge and actually stepping into the ring and you know fighting someone you've never even met before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it all was well.
0: fighting people here. Met before is so much better.
1: Depends on the person, you know, can be a lot easier. So,
0: what's the story? How did you get into boxing?
1: I've, I've sort of been a fan of doing it. Like, I don't really watch much boxing at all. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know, something I've enjoyed doing a few times and the place where I go to, I go to PCYC in North Sydney mm-hmm. and the guys there are great. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, you go to the... It's not like the gyms where everyone's got their headphones on and no-one talks to anyone over right. there. It's, it is very much a, a community type feel. Like, yeah, I like, I like interacting with people and, you know, get there, you chat with them and not just about boxing but about all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, and you get to actually meet people and the trainers... They're very good, the they're actual they're fighters. Um, like the New South Wales Women's Champion Ooh. trains there. Uh, yeah. yeah, you would not want to get in the ring with her. <laughs> 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 yes. Um, so, yeah, it's just something that I set myself and we. Like we started the charity challenge, was mm-hmm. to get some to raise some funds for the club. Mm-hmm. Um, so we set we had a goal of 3,000. Mm-hmm. We actually managed to get to raise about 7,000.
0: Great, which was
1: really good. Yes, so, the PCYC is an excellent
0: thing it's, it's, It is, it just
1: keeps they do so much easy. work.
0: They, have a, I, they had a wonderful thing a few years ago, I remember that was. Um, essentially they were giving breakfast to kids because they found that kids were getting to school without
1: breakfast. That's right. Um, So it's like, come and have breakfast. That's right. And they actually have some programs for some special case kids as well, Mm -hmm. especially with the youth. Mm -hmm. Um, They work with them a lot. Mm -hmm. So they work with the police with special case kids who have some problems mm. so they try and get them you know get them exercising get them involved make sure they go to school make it's sure they yes all that stuff, yeah. so it's it's a really good program you know they're yeah. changing these kids' lives forever really mm. absolutely so, yeah, yeah it's awesome
0: I'll, I'll link to PCYC which is Police Citizens Youth Club yes um, in the, on, on the webpage so that people Great. can find out about
1: it I imagine this is your favourite charity the yes so there you go the last question <laughs> actually asked is the first oh, there you go, go. That. Yeah, it's a hot topic now <laughs> <laughs> for me <laughs>
0: So talk to me about, so obviously you, you keep your fitness uh, up with boxing. Yes. How do you keep your brain active? What's the things that make
1: you active? So for me, it's doing a lot of analysis, different things. Yeah, yeah. So, for you know, there's obviously a lot of programming involved, but it's not always about getting a data set, analysing the data set mm-hmm. or building a model. Sometimes I'll just... You know, do a bit of web and web design, like actually yeah, yeah. building like a little website or something. Or test, you, there's a whole lot of things on visualizations and how you can make things like that. So, so you still
0: puzzles even
1: in your. System. Yes. Well, I try not to be doing all the time because no. yeah, so I think for me, I do. Programs. I do have little like. They're not ones that I do religiously
0: yeah.
1: um, but when I have some spare time then I'll, you know, crank up, to get out the laptop and just start typing away on a few things Wow, um, because yeah. something
0: that's going to make you a million bucks
1: one day? I don't like think so, um, most of what I do is probably like small projects just to learn something that I haven't done before, mm-hmm. like that, that really interests me a lot, like yeah. just doing something I haven't done before experimenting with things, there's a lot of you know, websites and tutorials and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of them seem to repeat the same thing over and yeah, over yeah. and over again. Um, but for me when I see something that's actually a bit different, so, like, oh that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. especially in data science, there's a whole lot of things that are oh, always lot coming lot up new things. all the time. Yeah. So just, you know, checking out like a new framework to work with or mm-hmm. I not know, try and do something a bit differently or make it better or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, just experimenting and stuff like that.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. How do you make how do you get your team what do you do with your team to make them Had that same
1: kind of discovery? So the way I work with my team is pretty much um, I'm not a Mm -hmm. hands-on, I am hands-on, but I'm not a micromanager at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm working with a team, I explain to them what we're trying to do, where we're trying to get to, this is how we see this, what we're going to use your okay. analytics for. Because I think in analytics, it's very important to have that goal in mind.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, a lot of people go and build awesome stuff that nobody actually wants. Um, so that's just a waste of time for and everyone. Want they just
0: want it to be green. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's just the colour. It's yeah.
0: not green. That's right.
1: Yeah. And it's true. And that happens a lot. Like yeah. Doing analytics just for the sake of analytics doesn't mm-hmm. help anyone. Mm-hmm. So, for, with the team, I always make sure that they understand what they're working towards. Like, why are we doing building this model? Why would you have to clean this data? Why, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: it's not it's always like the fun stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. An outcome. You know, yeah.
1: everybody loves, you know, the fun part about doing the prediction or making a segmentation everyone loves doing that bit but no one wants to actually clean the data that we right. need to do that
0: yes
1: but someone's to got do to it. do it yeah i have less a small than team than, yeah less than 10 yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's four of us all together in the team cool. yeah, yes less than 10. <laughs> yes much less than 10 so it's four of us in the team but um our thing is automation. Yeah. That's how we can actually support their business. Yeah, with such a small team. Our our thing is if you build something once, we should not have to be running this ourselves. Yeah. You build it, there's a computer there yeah. to run it. <laughs> yeah. Not you. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. that's that's so so our, all of your guys are essentially architects. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: they understand the system, how it works, where their piece of the puzzle of the jigsaw, where it's going to fit in. So they they know how all of that works, Mm -hmm. and they they have to because. You know, we're building on top of each other's work. We're not just building things that don't relate to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, for us, for such a small team, we don't have time to be building things that no. don't improve.
0: No. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all it, yeah. incremental steps. Nice. Mm. Um,
0: how do you build a team?
1: How do you make that team feel like a team? Yeah, so some of the things that I do, it's not always just about the work. Mm-hmm. So... Every at least once a fortnight, we'll I'll always take them out for a coffee. Okay. Um, individually yeah, or as a group, as a team, yeah. we, all of us will go out. Sometimes I'll ask people from yeah. the other team as well to come and join us. Yeah. Um, and we'll just have a chat about anything, Doesn't yeah. even, it's not even work related. No,
0: it's about building that. Yeah, board. it's That's just
1: baseline, it? let's just get out of the office, let's have a coffee, take the hour of our business schedules to make the time, go have a chat. Mm-hmm. It can be about anything thing. Like, you know, I've got uh, our team is very multicultural. So yes. I've got people a guy from Iran, some got from India, yeah. me. Yeah. And, and, and
0: your background yeah, is Palestinian. So, so for the people who can't see
1: your for, face. My background is Palestinian.
0: Okay, there
1: you keep yes. going. And <laughs> and um and we have an Aussie person as right. well. Okay. Aussie like person. Aussie, well. Like Aussie as there's in there's, yes there's like English. Yeah yeah. Yes. Um so you know, it's very multicultural and where big food is in, yeah. the, in the team as well. So food seems to come up all the time, yeah. you know, about what people have cooked and what dishes they have in there, you know, all that kind of stuff always comes up. Yeah. So it's really good to build that rapport with the team and, yeah, and that I think that helps and that reflects in how they interact with each other yeah. during work and then they chat and they, you know, bounce ideas off each other. Mm-hmm. You know, the analytics sometimes when you're doing the work, can be quite um, isolating in the way because you just you know you're focused on doing this one thing you don't actually need a team to clean a data set sometimes you know you just need to you know what needs to be done you just need someone needs to do it yeah. right it's not always a collaborative thing All right. so having that you can get stuck in just doing your own thing on your own, which I think is very bad for an analytics person. It's not. Well,
0: it's, it, yeah, it, there's a need to actually have a connection to people. Exactly. Yes,
1: absolutely. It doesn't and
0: have to be live in each other's pockets. But just no. One, one hour a week where you get to know other. Exactly people. right. And one of the things that consistently comes back when I do work on you know, asking questions, for example, in, you know, for analysts, yeah. one of the things that people come back and say is, they didn't, I don't understand my client's context. Yes. I know what my client cares about. That's right. And it's not just, is this going to be green, but, you know, what food do they like? And, yeah. You know, do they have kids and all those things? And what you're doing is a masterful stroke in oh, making that easier to do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of work in um, management literature at the moment around psychological safety, making it safe for me to say I've got a problem or safe mm. for me to say I've got an idea. Yeah. And yeah. part of it is just having that sense of rapport, yeah. that I trust this person and I know yeah. they're not going to hurt me because I know what yeah. they need. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. I've had coffee with them or yeah. ask them about their biggest challenges.
1: Exactly right. And that's one of the things that I always say to my team, like, you know, even if you have an issue mm-hmm. with something, if I'm doing something that's annoying you, yeah. just tell me. Just because I'm mm-hmm. the team leader does not mean I do not make mistakes.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm not a know-it-all. Yeah. I'm still learning just as much as you are. Yeah, yeah. We're all I'm learning sorry. these news. <laughs> yeah. We're all learning new technologies. We're You know, experimenting and learning new things for us is a big thing for us, like, you know, and actually having new ideas. I'll make it part of their KPIs to have new ideas.
0: Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And like
1: you know that's just we're the data science team it's not just about everyone telling us what yeah. we want what do we want to do yeah. how exactly. do we want to contribute to the bottom line of mine well, of this business so you know it's it's up to us to come up with ideas We're the ones that are in the data every day
0: so you've been with this team now a couple of years have you had to yet
1: Yes, I've recruited two people.
0: Re- how do you recruit? What's uh, the you look
1: for? So if
0: you're applying for a job with Muhammad, Mohammed, here's the answer. <laughs> yes, here's
1: what I look for. Um, so to me, it's, it's the technical ability needs to be there.
0: Yeah, um, it's a given. It's yeah,
1: that's a given, yeah. right? So you need to know... You know, SQL, if you don't know SQL, then don't even talk to me. Yeah. Um, you know, SQL well, me, is like the you can't bare minimum. In two days,
0: you can't exactly.
1: Well, that's the other thing that I look for, which is your ability to learn. Yeah. Like can you actually learn something new? I want you that's like one Do of you my test for that? I ask that question every yeah. single time, like what was the last thing you learned? Oh, like, how would you learn it's
0: like before you come in you you your interviews on Wednesday. It's Monday. Oh, by the way, before you come in, you
1: need to learn this new thing on YouTube. <laughs> no, not that cruel. <laughs> <laughs> but You're I do. Kisser, mm, I, like when I do. So the first round is usually, you know, all the yes. questions, and I ask them those types of questions. Yes. On the second round is, you know, should you make it through? Of course. Yes. Um, you get to do a project.
0: Oh, okay. You actually give them that. Wonderful.
1: Well, my project um, that I give them is very simple. Right. Get a piece of data. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. You choose. You choose what analysis you want to do. All I want to see is what you did and how you did it. Okay.
0: So it's like, show me your work. Yeah. yeah. It's like X equals whatever, whatever show me your workings.
1: exactly right so how, how did right? you get this answer what type of no. technique did you use what data did you choose and it's really funny like every time I do this I get the various types of people like yeah. you'll get some like oh yeah I've got this I've got a data set somewhere that I'll just use that um, something I did 10 years ago i just present it again
0: yeah
1: yeah um, others it's changed
0: since
1: then that's right others will be like oh Um, can I just get any data set like yes whatever you want Um, is this one good like if you think it's good it's good I'm not going to give you any answers to anything it's completely up to you and that to me like I'm actually looking for not just the fact that you can do the analysis but how do you actually make that decision? Yeah. Why did you choose this data set? Yeah. Why did you choose this type of approach for your analysis? So, so you then
0: basically inquire after, after the why on each one of those. That's right. Because it was 10 years ago yeah. and had it, Or yeah. I thought about what did you want to see? Like, do people do mind read? Yes. I was
1: like, some of them think this
0: kind of company so I got this kind of data.
1: That's right.
0: And, and you're like, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that you some of them you can see that they actually thought about what company I'm in and what yes. industry we're in, so they go looking for so something they that they think is what you want, right? That's right, which is, well, or shows their thinking, right? That they're yes. actually thinking about the customer, which yes. is, in this case is me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: You can get right? so much done. Maybe next time you can go, um, I'd like you to analyze, I don't know, the best place to live is <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you to analyze. Like, I've,
1: I've like, had people tell me that. Um, their potential you know Mm. new job actually sent them their own data that they wanted something done on to them
0: yeah
1: and say here do this for Mm. me
0: they get free work done exactly (gasps) how terrible is that no that's terrible that's terrible um, yeah, it's I, a bit like though when you do that, you know that prove you're not a robot thing you do. That's you're right. And they like show us which one's a store, storefront. Yeah, yeah. This seems like you're actually doing something else. Yeah, with, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. you're fixing some other problems. That's right. I'm just proving I'm not
1: a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, so that's
0: uh, so you in the process of doing that now.
1: Um, well, I just recruited, I had a new person join the team a couple of months ago, right. so that's the process. Like, yes. currently in this role, I've recruited three people mm-hmm. and that's the process I go through every single time. I've had this process for years
0: now. Yeah, yeah, and it works for me. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, which, what are the people you choose in the end? So right.
1: the people I choose need to be able to think outside the box. Yeah. Um, that's probably the most important thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that can't be a linear thinker. Probably, right. you know. And they can't ask me every single second like should I do this, should I do that? Yeah. Uh, no. You, you yeah. it's not just that, I want to see your input. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to give you instructions and you follow them. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about this. I'm telling you what we want at the end. Like here's the data, here's the problem. We want to, no, I'll give an example of one, something we worked on recently. Yeah. Or so, yeah. tell a real
0: story. <laughs>
1: yeah, real life story. So.
0: The names and, and, and petrels will be changed. That's <laughs> right.
1: So, you know, we work in the entertainment industry with yeah. Tech. So they sell tickets to all kinds of different events. Mm. So we wanted to create a new classification for events. Oh. So, you know, is this a concert? is this a sporting event? Um, If it is a sporting event, for example, what kind of sport is it? Is it it? boxing or football? Is it boxing? Is it football? Is it NRL? Is it AFL? Um, Was it an international team? Like sometimes you get teams like Manchester United coming over or we had Brazil come over and play a game, I think, in Melbourne not long ago. So, you know, the fact that that's an important fact about this event that yeah. you know, bringing two bring
0: different people, bring
1: that different audience are going to come and attend. you we get bigger crowds and all that kind of. So there's a lot of implications to That's right. Yeah. charity
0: boxing. That's right. Charity game. I'm not going. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. so that that was something we needed to actually build yeah. like you know how we're going to classify and we have events like Ticketek has been around for years yeah now. so we need to classify all these events
0: and you have to go backwards as well yes yeah. sure.
1: So that's a job for it, yeah. that was a, exactly <laughs> that was a big job for us, and uh, and to actually create these classifications, like yeah. just to decide what are going to call these different events, like yeah. say so, you know here's things that will classify an event, like you can say concert. Well, what's a concert? If you're attending something at the Enmore Theatre, would that classify as a concert, or is it's that a theatre the head, or uh, is that arena? Yeah. that's right. So it's quite tricky um so doing that and that that was something that we've actually got up and running now but wow
0: congratulations thank you Uh, but you didn't you didn't want someone stopping i
1: didn't want someone saying oh "Oh, should i should i call this a concert (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why ask why are you asking me (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: yeah i don't even know what this thing is yeah. we have people who know these events inside out yeah. ask them yeah, yeah. or ask Google
0: because yeah, yeah. Yeah?
1: <laughs> you can look up the events and you can get information about what it is yeah. so we you know because we'll, we need to start with a clean set of things we definitely know are definitions. concepts yeah, exactly. right so we need to define these things before you can even do any predictions or anything yeah, yeah. so you know just arriving at that data set, in itself was a challenge.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um And chances I, are you'll remodel it as new events. That's right, events happen, and exactly.
1: But yeah. yeah,
0: you want it to be a brief, wow.
1: Yes, nice. right, so our brief was, you know, this is something that we wanted to create. Yeah. So we're like, well, we want to create this classification. This is what it needs to do. Every time there's a new event, say, coming on up for sale, mm-hmm. we want to classify it automatically, store it, be able to identify, for example, if it's a concert, who is the artist? Mm-hmm. Um, give us some information about this artist. Like, yeah. if it's... But Katie it's, um, RR, it's not going to be that question. That's right. Who's
0: the team? Yeah. Who's
1: the team? Is it a regular season? Mm-hmm. Is it a finals... Yeah. part of the final series for yeah. example. so it's that's basically a whole series of triage
0: questions that's right from that yeah. initial answer yeah interesting mm. so um talk to me about lessons you've learned you've been an analyst
1: for how long now? so I've been working in analytics now going since
0: 2004
1: I think maybe oh, even a bit earlier okay. so yeah. just
0: over a decade maybe yeah. 14 years mm. um you first how did you get into
1: analytics? Well I first started well my my undergrad
0: mm-hmm.
1: studies was in food technology.
0: No wonder you're
1: into food. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so I studied food technology and yeah. I worked with Goodman Fielder in their R&D department.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Right. So we used to work on Meta Lee yeah. um, spreads and yeah. all the white wings,
0: right, okay.
1: cake mixes and things like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, lots of cake.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I used to work there, but as part of the work, there, we used to do a lot of sensory testing. So we'd actually do, like we'd invite people, they come and Take test this. and they taste test and they yeah. give it. Scores like how sweet do they think they is, and all these types of things about it. And as part of that, started working with a research company called um, Colmar Brunton. Mm-hmm. And just by coincidence, I was talking with one of the guys from there, and that I was at the time also studying my statistics. As
0: you were. Yes. You too, yeah. And because you just could,
1: right? I could. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was always a subject I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I I then moved into market research. So that was my Uh, first job, my first job in market research used to say... As part of doing that, a lot of the taste testing, I then started analysing the data yeah, yeah. from all the taste testing wow. in the market research. That was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: yeah that's, that's, that's an interesting part. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. And so when I, when we first met, you're working in a, in our bank. Yes, um, I was working at the bank. That, was and that
1: next? Yes. So from market research, I then started working financial services. Yeah. I did a few financial services institutions. Yeah. Um, yes, it's very. Yeah, it's a,
0: great, it's a great start. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think, um, yeah, the fact that I, you know, start with such a big organisation and going from dealing with data that, you know, in spreadsheets, you know, I remember market research always having the discussion of sample size. Or, oh, we need a 1,000 people. Oh, that's way too much. Can we get around with, you know, 500 or something? <laughs> and then...
0: Yeah, going into
1: banking and say, oh, there's like millions and millions of rows of data. And then you get all the people's transactions. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, let's just throw away a few million of those. We don't need them.
0: Yes, yes, yeah.
1: So, yeah, that that was um, a big big shift in yeah. how you actually approach problems because you can't just, you know, do whatever you want with such a big data set. Yeah. You have to actually think about how you're going to do it a lot more um, than just get an Excel spreadsheet and yeah, yeah. put it into SPSS and off you go. <laughs> and yet it's a good foundation
0: to
1: oh, Absolutely. Like I think working there gave me you know, a much better appreciation for the complexities of analytics, yeah, yeah. you know, dealing with data that is so massive. Mm. And this was before there was Hadoop or Spark or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, we were talking relational databases here. Yeah. You had to write your queries to extract your data to start with. Yeah, yeah, And then when you extract it, you had to find a way to actually do something with it. Which, which was not the easiest thing in the world to do, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, taking that, you know, having to actually plan out how you're going to do will it even fit in the computer, how, how can <laughs> yeah. I, you know, because there's no cloud. No, no,
0: there was no cloud. Okay. No cloud.
1: You had to find a way to make it work. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Wow. So what, what's the biggest
0: lesson you've learned as a leader? What's the Because that's
1: the that's key. Yeah, that's... Definitely trick I think. Um, it's probably making explaining the goal, why. the
0: uh-huh. okay, why.
1: Yeah. I think I find the why not just for my team, but also for my clients. Yeah. like analytics people sometimes are their worst enemy in that they. Yes, I'm doing this fantastic convoluted neural network. <laughs> as if everyone knows what that means.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So okay. Bad. What
1: do I do with it? Why would I want to know
0: so
1: about that? Yeah. Why? Like yeah. you can tell them I'm just trying to find a way to get your clients who are going to buy stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome, cool. go ahead. That. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: That's what I want. That's what I want. Give me ten of those.
0: So you didn't already know that? What what brought you that? <laughs>
1: You, I learned that fairly early on, you know, in the bank, to because you're working with very different people. Yeah. Like you know, the fact that you're working with teams that you know, some people are marketing, some people are products, some people are IT, some people, and they all come at the same problem from different angles, mm-hmm. but we're actually interacting with all of them because we need to work with IT, we need to work with marketing, we need to work with product, we need to work with everyone to bring them on this journey. And at the same time, we are selling them something they haven't used before. Mm. We're telling them that we can help you do their jobs effectively better, mm. which Quite frankly, no one really wants to be told that.
0: No. <laughs> right? I'm doing fabulous job. Yes. The are made what my do
1: you way. mean? What do you mean <laughs> I can do it better? I'm doing an awesome job. Like, look how much sales we've had, and look at this, and look at that. Like, yeah, that's great, but you we can know, make you work better. We can, you know, you can still get what you're doing, make it just that bit better. You'll get your KPIs, and you'll get your bonus, and
0: you'll be happy. Please. Yeah. Um, so we talked about recruitment and we talked about, okay. How, oh. We talked about professional development. I go, okay. What
1: makes for a better or a worse data analyst or scientist? Kind of better or worse. We've it? sort of touched on it, but um, the worst ones are the ones who think they know everything. Oh, okay. Yes. So if you think you know everything, then yeah, you clearly don't know anything. Because the more you know about analytics, the more you realise that you don't know. Right, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've always been a believer in that. Not just for analytics, for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a principle of mine, I think. No one knows everything. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Especially
1: me. Yes, especially me. I'm more than happy to always learn. Um, But the best ones are the ones, I think, who challenge themselves and think about problems, Mm. not just the technical part mm-hmm. but the interaction how is it how is this going to be used mm-hmm. this model or whatever it is that i've built how can it actually work in the wider environment mm-hmm. with all these other teams how can it actually can build the, the best model in the world if it can't be used what's the point mm-hmm. it's not it's not good anymore. So the context... It's not is serving, a, you it's not serving a purpose, yeah. 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 So, yeah, having that context and being able to work with stakeholders I think is probably a very big plus for an mm. analyst. Mm. Technically, there's a lot of analysts that I've worked with who are technically brilliant. Sorry. But when they actually come to interacting with stakeholders or clients, they somehow, I don't know, lose their focus and they don't seem to understand that you're actually doing some work for them to use. You're not the one using your model.
0: Yeah, yeah. They
1: are. <laughs> so they need to know what you're doing. Well,
0: especially in the context right now where you're building a model that will continue to generate answers. That's right. Yeah. You're never going to touch it again. Well, yeah. you might come back to revise it, but you're never going to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a one-off build. That's right. Um,
1: and it'll be there and it'll classify all these events um, and... There may be events where it'll say, oops, sorry, I thought this was boxing, but it turned out to be, I don't know, things
0: in M-
1: MMA <laughs> or turned out to be wrestling <laughs> or something, right? It's yeah. not the end of the world, but yeah. that's something that you need to be prepared to answer why something like that happened yeah. or what can you do about it and how can we improve it. But.
0: This <laughs> is a big deal right now with the. Um Oh, what's the data thing that's just come out? Basically, that you have to be able to explain the data. In banking, they have to be explaining to explain mm. the, the, the algorithms behind yes. things. Yes. Does that manifest in your industry
1: in way? Um, For us, probably not so much because it's not as regulated or anything like okay. financial services. So for us, and a lot of the things that we do, like that classification, is really an internal thing.
0: Mm.
1: and. For us, we then use that classification to understand our customers. Yes.
0: Right. So you're using it more for segmentation. That's right. Um, yeah. For acquisition and yes. better targeting of marketing and all those That's right. of things. Yeah. It's not making a decision the client can't go to a concert because That's right. Your,
1: your application for a concert <laughs> is refused. <laughs> <That's right>. Yes. <laughs> that would be fun though, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sure, sure. there's an exclusive event somewhere. It's like if you're on
1: the A's sure. you don't get in. Yeah, that, I would imagine those would be invitational only. Yes. Not that I've ever received oh. an invitation or something like that. Well, I
0: think you should Maybe no I should. Is there a special secret right. place I
1: video? know. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen the data for it. Unless, yeah, that so, would be interesting. Um,
0: talking about, do you listen to podcasts? Do you read? Do you what's
1: your? Um, I do a lot of future videos and stuff. Future
0: videos.
1: You YouTube. Oh, YouTube videos.
0: YouTube videos. Like
1: special future videos. No, no.
0: Are they videos that you don't
1: like? Fix? A lot of is YouTube you videos because um, they tend to show. Like a lot of the things of the technical stuff, so you can actually follow the code and see what they're doing.
0: So you get lost in a chain. Is it
1: sometimes thing like I do? Follow? Um, I, I tend to look for topics that I'm interested at. Though. I'm okay. very erratic that way. Okay, so like, oh you yeah. This 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 sounds interesting. Yeah. Oh, how do you make a website using this particular thing?
0: Yeah. Okay, let's have a look. It's easy to get lost in there, isn't uh,
1: it? Oh, very easy. I've been, very I've been Googling
0: easy. Ikea hacks at the moment, so I, mm. I'm I, I come out and say, like, it's half past 12, I have to go to sleep now. <laughs> Yes. Ideas. That's right. Else.
1: And and the fact that the YouTube videos keep on playing one yes. after the other, it's like oh, you get lost in time. Like, okay. Well, where was that video that I saw that I thought was interesting? Now I have to go back and find it. And uh-huh. I've been trawling through my history endlessly. Yeah. yeah. But, so, so YouTube's your big thing.
0: That's, that's my go, big thing yeah. because
1: it tends to show me. Like, I'm, I like seeing yeah. how it works yeah. and what it's doing. Um, yeah. It's very hard to, say, listen to a podcast because they tend to be more technical stuff. Yeah, they're
0: not going to take you through You really need to see screen
1: yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. So seeing the screen, seeing what they're doing on the screen, how they're programming and what approach they're taking to do this particular thing. Like, a lot of things I've been watching recently are about, you know, processing um, pictures and how comput- like yeah, computer the, 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 the vision and computer things research. like that. Yes. Yeah. And that, I find that really interesting. Like, yeah. I've, I've been... I, I, I sometimes pick up these um, ideas that I think, oh, it'd be cool to make something, like um, put a little camera on my door so that when I walk in, say, so, oh, hello, Mohammed, welcome home.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great yes, project for Christmas.
1: That sounds, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll probably never get around to doing it, but
0: I, it I might. Good. Somebody's probably
1: gone, that's a fantastic idea and they've already marketed it, it's already out there. I'm, I'm sure it's, you could probably buy this already, but it's not as fun as making that's it.
0: Samsung is something called Big Spear Vision I haven't tried, but theoretically you can take a photo and it says you're looking at a
1: blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So yeah. theoretically... So it's not things. new technology at all. No. Well, it.
0: That's right. right? Yeah, they
1: know. all do. Um, but for me, I'll, I would want to do it. Mm. You know, the joy yeah, is like actually me doing it. it. It's like... Yes.
0: I'm building my own bed. Yes. I um, have IKEA shelves. Well, that's because right. Because I can't afford a bed, but because I want to be able to do it. That's right. I just want to make it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The joy of making
1: Yeah. And then, whenever, every time anyone comes over to my house and they see that my voice going, hello, Muhammad, to myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a story I could tell that's about crazy. how I built I, it. I, there's some
0: research, Danielle <laughs> really did some research around when we make stuff ourselves versus buying it. There's more pleasure in it, and we expect, we actually think it's worth more. If someone does an origami... If I make an origami animal, Mm. you're a pro and you make an origami animal, I'll pay as much for your professional origami animal as mine. Yes. Because I built it before it's special.
1: It's why people think their children are special. That's right. I built you this. I, I made built it. I put in the effort. Yeah, I'm exactly. emotionally invested exactly. in this.
0: Exactly. I'm emotionally invested. Even, apparently, they do stuff like, even if you, if they give you something, like in like research, thing, they give you a book or something, mm-hmm. and later they say, well, uh, we'll pay you for that book. You want more for it because you've owned it, even for
1: ten minutes. It's yes. worth more. Yeah, um, which is so. Yeah, I get that you want mm. to need to make something. Yeah, like, even my own computer. I built my own computer, but yeah, all the, yeah. <laughs> it was a little Christmas um, holiday break that I
0: yeah. wasn't
1: going anywhere. Then, I,
0: like, uh, so I
1: just so bought all the computer. all the components. I like I, I needed that. that. No, it's it's uh, <laughs> like a desktop tower. Um, It's my media server at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got all my movies and stuff on it that I can watch on my TV. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: (laughs) Is there
1: any other way? No. Once (laughs) you have one, it's like, oh, this is the best thing. I never have to look or watch anything that I don't want to watch
0: ever. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so beautiful, isn't it? mm. Um. So you do YouTube for professional stuff. No. Uh, what was the other question I was
1: going to ask you that was related to that? Conferences. Do you conferences or the things that you like to do? I see? do attend conferences. A lot of conferences I've noticed, these days are, uh, tend to be online as well.
0: Oh, okay. So Sorry, there's a few of
1: online. those. So I watch some of those online. And the good of the online ones is that you can literally watch the ones that you like
0: yes you can just select yes, which one without your, and without your media you don't
1: need to leave and if you don't like it you can simply close the browser and watch something else so recently because we use a lot of AWS and Google Cloud I've been following a lot of those um, conferences so AWS always have things like they'll have reInvent which is their big one but they also have um like conferences that are fairly specific to particular topics. Wow. So they've been talking a lot about AI, machine learning, all that kind of stuff recently. So learning about some what AWS offers has been something that I've been listening to recently. Google Cloud, the same. They also There seems to be somehow... A, like, Hello. this conspiracy, everyone's going, like, AI now is the thing yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So they're all going hard on AI and promoting AI and how their AI is better than the other was AI. And AI. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So you basically yeah. click in and click out. Are there, are there newsletters that
0: you subscribe to? So yeah,
1: so I get all the emails and newsletters and I get... Um, I get a lot of um, tips, yeah. like these emails with tips about programming. And is there a favorite There's one, uh, there's a Python one, which is, oh. It's all
0: right. I'll send you the same. Yes, the I'll email. send. Oh, um, when it comes next, you just forward it to me yes, and I'll make a link on yeah. the website. So it's got that. Python tips. That's right. <laughs>
1: it's all the Python tips and it's just fairly short, succinct. Yeah. Here's one thing that you can make your life that that tiny bit easier.
0: It's like kind of like it's just a little bit, it's not, like it's a little nudge towards yeah. doing something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: it depends so much on those having well curated newsletters. Like That's if right. I don't want everything I just want. Yeah. Curated. And I don't want newsletters that go on and on and on about no. stuff. No, no. There's a KD Nuggets that I get, um, which tends to sort of... It doesn't have a whole newsletter, but it'll have, like, links to right, particular so you, things. Yeah, so like, oh, yeah, list this list. sounds interesting. I get the O'Reilly um, data one as well. Mm-hmm. So that tends to have more specific to O'Reilly and what they've got. Mm-hmm. and But it tends to be from really, um, like...
0: Trusted sources.
1: Trusted sources, I guess, you know, you get a lot of people, Google and like all these big tech companies mm-hmm. that have written articles and stuff that you can listen to <coughs> or read. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the ones that I tend to mm-hmm. tend to follow. Yes. I'll put links to all of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll
0: probably be have to be emailing you and saying, You said I'm oh, really well, yeah. I can't find it. How do you spell it? That's all right. I'll send so so we'll you the links to them. We'll Yes. We'll make that happen so that it's there. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? That, that's important, you think, in terms of leading data um, scientists, in being a world-class data
1: scientist? One of the things that I think is that just because you're leading the team doesn't mean you don't have to do analytics yourself. Ah, OK. Um, that's one of the things that I've always felt that I always need to be... Well, not always need to be, but I, I, I should hands on? keep my... Yeah, I need to be hands-on, both because I like... Mm. Some of that work, but it also... It's also because you have a team of
0: less than 10.
1: That's right, so you have 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 a smaller team. team. Exactly, exactly. If I had a bigger team, then it would be probably a time restraint (laughs) would be the problem. But since I have the time, I like to be a bit hands-on to be able to actually understand their frustrations as well. So the yeah. team, when you work with the data, you'll know what some of the problems that your team is facing. Yeah. So, you know, we'll then start a project to solve our own problems sometimes, <laughs> you know, to say, well, how can we do this better? How can we, you
0: know... So the meta-meta problems.
1: That's right. So much, yeah. yeah, like having like summary data that you can then just use to build your model. That would be
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. So yeah. Why, why not just do that?
0: So essentially it makes it continuously improve. Yeah.
1: So because you making, education. yeah, so making our own lives easier as well as everybody else's.
0: Wow. Well, this has been <laughs> fabulous. We're going to close because we've got to 40 minutes, and that's, oh, okay. that's how much. Unless you'd like to say more? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thank you very much, Mahmoud. No problem. At it's all. been an absolute pleasure Thank to hear you, you talk about the important things.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the invite.
0: This is Cindy Tonkin, I'm the Consultant's Consultant and you've been listening to Smarter Data People. This is part of what I do to understand how it is that data scientists can be more effective in the workplace, smarter, faster and nicer. And if you have a team and you're finding them harder to manage than they could be, If you're constantly trying to squeeze more out of your budget and out of their time, and if you've got stakeholders or they've got stakeholders who are less than happy sometimes, maybe a lot more than sometimes, it can be really annoying and it can make you feel incompetent, I can help you help them get to the important problems faster. Target the wasted time and save you time and money and ultimately delight stakeholders so that you can feel competent again. It's such a good feeling. Talk to me.